0: Here we are again. Amen. 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 Finished up my series last week. I <laughs> don't know what I'll do tonight. Uh, Lord's got something good though, don't he? Thank you, Lord. Well, uh, Brother Moore and Mrs. Moore are out again t- tonight. They're actually finishing up their time out and uh, we'll be back. Do you have plans to be here, Brother Moore and Mrs. Moore, on Sunday morning? Glory to God. Glory to God. We'll be glad to see Him. We love them, don't we? I do. I love Him a lot. Glory to God. Now what are we going to do? We're going to get in the Word, right? Glory to God. Let's open up our Bibles to Psalm 3. Look at something tonight. You know, uh, I say this every time, and I'll probably say it every time I teach. God's good. And He loves us. And He loves us a lot. He is our biggest fan. He is for us. He is, he is expecting us to win. He's going to give us every leg up to win. He's not just going to give you the ability to win. He's going to go beyond and give you, you know, like people say, well, they knew somebody. Well, you know somebody. <laughs> Anywhere you go, you know somebody and you got automatic favor in everything you do, in everything you're going to accomplish, in every victory that we win, we have favor. We have the favor of God, and He's going to do things for us. He's going to do things for us. He's going to help us to win. When our faith gets down, when, when, when we're low, when we, then He's going, to build, He's going to build us up. Did you know God does things just to build you up? He'll send people across your path. He'll do things that will cause you to be built up, to be edified, for your faith to grow. Because He's looking to get something to you. He's looking to do something through you. Amen? And He's going to do good things and, and bring us up to the level He needs us to get the job accomplished no matter what it is in your life. And I want to look at a couple of situations tonight and circumstances where, where people were down and uh, God used them for mighty things. Amen? Amen? And He helped them. Glory to God. In uh, Psalm 3, verse 1, it says, Lord, how they are increased that trouble Me. Many are they that rise up against Me. That sounds down, doesn't it? Lord, you just don't know. I think He does. I think He does. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. Selah. Well, you'd have to stop and think about that. If there's no help for him in God, but there is, it says many say that. But then what's He say? But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of mine head. If your head's down like this, and you're downcast, and you're low, He's the one that says, here, let me bring you up. Let me bring you up. Let me show you a better way. Let me show you what i got planned. Let me give He'll send somebody along to love on you. He'll send somebody along to build your faith up. He believes in you. He'll tell you He believes in you. He'll send His Word to you. He'll let you know He believes in you. He's not quitting on you, and He's not going to let you quit on Him. He's not going to just, you know, people have quit, but He's not just going to let them. Amen. He's, you know, people say, well, you can't lose, but if you quit, well, you're right. But He's not even going to make that easy. He's going to make it hard to quit, hard to give up, hard to give in. Why? Because He knows you got faith in you. He knows that no matter how low you get, no matter how bad you're talking, He knows that there's that little bit of faith. Yeah. Glory to God. And He's going to start you out somewhere. You know, I was thinking about when we were believing for children. And, uh, and we were believing, you know, and I, the best we knew. I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to hesitate on that word, believing. The best we knew how, the best we thought we knew, we were believing, you know. and It had been years. What, eight, ten years? And uh, nothing, you know? And we thought, well, we know God can, and we know, you know, we thought everything that everybody else thinks. Why isn't this happening? Blah, blah, blah. All the stuff, you know? And so we just resigned ourselves at one point. You know what? We just don't want kids. (laughs) Biggest lie in the world. (laughs) But you're down. And you're just trying to convince yourself that, ah, you know what, that's just okay. I'll just be okay this way. You know, I'm, I don't care. And I mean, you could hear the hardness in our voice when we said it. You know, my mom would say, oh, I'm still believing for this. And we'd say, oh, yeah, whatever. We're fine, Mom. We, we'll, be, we'll go forever. If we never have kids, it won't be a deal. She's like, yeah, right. <laughs> but we were hard. And we were down. And it was a low point in our life. And God sent somebody. He sent somebody to my wife with a book. Glory to God. He sent some. He sent this person. And he said, No, it's not over. He said, I'm going to encourage you. And he gave my wife a book. Was it Mom that gave you the book? Of course. (laughs) A book. And I don't even think she liked the book when she first saw it. (laughs) She got mad, exactly. Ah, we don't need this. We're going to be fine. We don't need that because we were down. But she started reading the book, and the, and the, and the, that little bit of faith, that little bit of faith that was in there, started coming up. I didn't read the book. I can't read that big a book. It was that thick. <laughs> God's going to make me read a book that thick for long. I can see it coming. <laughs> yeah. But she read the book. And it was a book. It was a good book. I'm not going to explain what the book was. But she came out of it. And on her heart, God had laid adoption. And she didn't tell me that. She said, God, you show Him. You show Him. And it wasn't the next day or two, was it? Maybe. Maybe a week. And God showed me. And I didn't read the book. He said... And He had built her faith up and He built my faith up and He sent people to us to encourage us and to keep us going. And, and He wasn't going to quit on us even though we had decided to quit on Him. Glory to God. And I'm so glad He didn't quit on me. It changed my life what He has shown me through that daughter that we got not nine months later. As a matter of fact, glory to God. And it has changed my life in the way I see Him through her. Glory to God. And I would, but I had to be encouraged. We were walking around. Oh, we don't need that. We... God will get you to that place of faith if you'll let Him. If you'll give in to Him, just that much. Let's look at somebody that's in Hebrews 11, named Gideon. How about Gideon? You want to look at Gideon? Glory to God. Let's look at Gideon. He's in the book of faith. He's in Hebrews 11. Amen? Let's, let's look where he started out. How about that? Where did old Gideon start out? Judges chapter 6. If you read the first of it, Israel, they're uh, under the hand of the Midianites. And it's not good for them again. Amen? Amen. So, God had a plan. God had a plan, but they were at the low point, right? The Israelites, they were at the low point right there. Let's read about it. You can see it right here. In verse 11, Gideon, he's out there. He's under under the oak tree. Or, well, I'll just read it. He said, And there came an angel of the Lord, and sat under an oak, which was in Ophrah, Ophrah, that pertained unto Joash, the Abysserite. Boy. And his son Gideon... Threshed wheat by the wine press to hide it from the Midianites. This is his job, pressing to hide. That can't be good. Is that a good thing? I've got to go to work so I can get this stuff, so I can hide it, so they don't take it from me. The angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. He's pressing, he's by the wheat press to hide stuff, that man of valor. Sneaking around so he can get food. Right? And hide it from him. He's a mighty man of valor. Notice If you ever notice, God don't call you to do something when you're up. He don't look at your circumstance to decide whether or not you got it in, in you to do it. Right? What, what if He'd have said, oh, look at Gideon, he's got it pretty rough right now. He looked at what was in Gideon. From this point right now, there was already faith in Gideon. Had to be. He wouldn't have called him. Had to be so. Amen? What did Gideon say? And Gideon said, oh my Lord. <laughs> That's actually how that looks too. Oh my Lord. Gideon said, oh my Lord. If the Lord be with us, why then is all this befalling us? Oh, when somebody says you're the mighty man of valor, this is what you come up with next? Oh if if God's with us what's going on What's why is all this befalling and where are all the miracles which he showed, which he, which our fathers told us of saying did not the lord bring us from egypt but now the lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the midianite he's blaming god his only help this is the mighty man of valor the one that's listed in hebrews 11 Mighty man. You ever been this man? Huh? Somebody came up to you and said, Oh, you're going to win today. All right, I'm going to win. Have you seen my bills? Have you seen my kids? Have you seen my house? You don't know what you're talking about. The Lord isn't even looking at me. Have you seen? Have you been that person? Good news for you, I have, so don't do it. See, it's good for you guys that I've messed up so much so you cannot do what I've messed up. Amen? Don't do it. He could have agreed with him and said, Mighty man of valor, okay. Okay, I'm a mighty, what, what, what do you want from me? But he didn't do that. He said, He said, God ain't with us. He said, If He was, why is all this bad stuff happening? If, if God's for me, why is all this bad stuff happening? And, you know, most people say, oh, phew, God ain't using them, man. Oh, sourpuss, all that. Woo, stay away from Gideon. That man is hard, hard and mean and bitter. God didn't quit. Look at that. God didn't quit, and He didn't let Gideon quit. He didn't let Gideon quit. He had the angel of the Lord talk to him a little more, and the Lord looked up upon him and said, go in this might. He acted like Gideon didn't even say anything, did he? Why? Because he's in faith. <laughs> he's a faith God. God. And this is an angel of the Lord and he had, he had direct instructions on what he was to say. And he wasn't supposed to argue with Gideon about who he was or wasn't. He, he was who God said he was to this angel of the Lord, right? And this angel of the Lord said, and he looked up and he said, Go in this might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent thee? Oh, now Gideon's got to get up because look what man, angel of the Lord said, I have sent you. Oh, we got to read because Gideon's getting ready to say something good here. And he said unto him, O oh, my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? <laughs> yeah, O oh, Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my father's house. This is the guy that's in Hebrews 11. Gideon right. saved Israel. You guys know the story. You know how it is. This is how it starts. I got a 16 year old daughter. I didn't start with, oh, God's going to do it for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God. I know you are. No, I started with, oh, we don't need kids. I'm going to be hard and bitter and I don't blah. That's what people do when they're down and they're ready to quit. But God, He wasn't letting Him quit. He had a plan for his life. He had, And he knew Gideon had it in him to do it. And the mercy of God would not let Gideon quit. The goodness of God would not give up on that faith that was in his heart. God knows your heart. I don't care how hard you try to make it. He can see right through that hardness into the goodness that's in there, into the faith that he knows is in there. And it may be little faith. But little faith walks on water. Amen. Right? Isn't that what He said to Peter? Oh, you little faith? Boy, I want some of that. He walked on water with that little faith. I'm so glad He found that little faith in us. Glory to God. And didn't quit on us when we wanted to quit on Him. God won't quit on you. God will never quit on you. That's a word tonight, guys. God is not quitting on people. People have tried to quit on Him. And He's not even going to let you do that. He's not going to. He's going to keep sending people to you to encourage you. He's going to have them call you on the phone. They're going to call up and they're going to say, hey, you mighty man of valor, and you're going to be sitting on your couch crying when they say it. Because you just got a new bill in. But He don't care because He's bigger than the bills. He's bigger than than the report. He's bigger than the junk the devil's trying to throw in your life, the pile up that He's trying to get you to quit with. And God's not a God that quits and He don't have quitter kids. Glory to God, glory to God. Boy, but oh, Gideon there in verse fourteen, or what is it? Verse where was I? Somewhere in there, fifteen. Yeah, here that's the next excuse we did. You apparently have hit the wrong person. We're we're poor, Gideon. God, God probably said Godian or something (laughs) else, and you thought he said Gideon, and you came to me. No, no, you've missed it because we're poor and I'm the least. God didn't miss it. He's never missed it. And He don't want to hear your excuses. Guess what though? If you make them, He still don't quit on you. He didn't quit on Gideon. Thank God He didn't quit on Gideon. Because if He didn't quit on Gideon, He ain't quitting on you. Amen? And the Lord said to him, Surely... I will be with you, and you will smite the Midianites as one man. And he said unto him, Apparently, Gideon found a little bit of that faith. If I've found grace in thy sight, then show me the sign that you're talking to me. (laughs) That's as much as he could get. But you know he could see this person talking to him, but they were saying, "I'm an angel of the Lord." So he's saying, "Okay, prove to me who you are." He didn't have the Holy Ghost. Okay, Gideon didn't. He wasn't filled with the Holy Ghost. He couldn't say, "God is—is is this you? Is this you? Is this you telling me this?" No, he didn't have the Holy Ghost, and so he he said, "You're going to have to show me something." And he said, "Depart from me." <laughs> Well, I wouldn't want to read King James all the time. Depart that not hence I pray thee. In fact, don't, don't depart, I guess is what he's saying. I pray thee until I come unto thee and bring forth my present. And I said it before thee. And he said, I will tarry until you come. Gideon went in. He got the stuff ready. He came back out. An angel of the Lord in verse 20 said, take the flesh and the unleavened cakes and lay them on the rock. Pour out the broth. So he did it. The An angel of the Lord... Put forth the end of his staff that was in his hand, and touched the flesh and the unleavened cake, and there arose a fire out of a rock. There's something for you to see. You reckon that will build your faith? You should have faith. It could build your faith. It can't give you faith. Testimonies won't give you faith. They may stir your faith. They don't give you faith. Amen? Signs and wonders. This was a sign for him. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. The fire came up out of a rock, burned up the flesh and the cakes. Then the angel of the Lord d- disappeared is one version. This says departed out of his sight. Many other versions say disappeared. And I'm assuming that miracles make you insensitive to other miracles because he didn't think nothing about this guy disappearing. <laughs> you know, he's sitting there, a guy just disappears out of his eyesight. And he said, I've seen an angel. Now all of a sudden, he can hear him though. He's gone. He can hear him though because he said, he said oh no, I've seen an angel face to face. And he thought he would die because of that. And the Lord said to him, Peace be unto thee, fear not, thou shalt not die. All of a sudden, he could hear this faith. You can see the faith starting to rise in him. Look at the little steps. God's taken him through some stuff to get him there. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. God's not going to let him quit. He had a plan for Gideon. God's not going to quit on him. Amen? And God didn't quit on him. Glory to God. So we got through that. Thank God. Thank God. Everybody says, well, that wasn't much. Yeah, that was a lot. That got him to the next step. Amen? A lot of times you're not talking right, and God says, I've got to get you talking better. If I can get you talking better, I can bring some faith up in you. I got to get you seeing the right things. I got to get you believing the right way. I got to turn you just a little because from where you're at, you can't get to where I'm taking you. Amen. So he's turning him just a little. If we go on to verse uh, chapter uh, same chapter verse 36, Gideon said unto God, He's still looking for more proof. Remember, you don't have the Holy Ghost. You guys got the Holy Ghost. People throwing out fleeces. Saying, God, if I'm supposed to do this, do this. Now, God had told him something and he wanted the Word confirmed. And he didn't have the Holy Ghost. He wanted the Word confirmed. Gideon said, If, I, if, I, if thou wilt save Israel by my hand, as thou hast said, behold, I will put a fleece of wool in the floor. And if the dew goes on the fleece only and dry upon the earth beside, then I shall know that thou wilt save Israel by my hand, as thou hast said. It's kind of like, as thou hast said, be it done. Not for Gideon. Gideon in chapter 11, Hebrews. Right? Same Gideon. So he rose up in the morrow and thrust the fleece together and wringed wringed the dew out of the fleece a full bowl of water. So God's saying yes, right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Gideon said unto God, you know, you go to God twice... To Gideon to prove himself? You better do it just like Gideon did. Let not thine anger be hot against me. (laughs) Oh God, I'm asking for mercy here. But I'm still not not there. I'm still not there. I pray thee, once once, once with the fleece, let it be dry only on the fleece and wet on the ground. You guys know the story. It was. So, amen? Gideon didn't have the Holy Ghost. God's still taking him somewhere. He's not letting him quit. What if God would have said, "No, no, I've told you enough. I've told you." What if God did that to you? You know, I've told you, and I've told you, and I'm not telling you anymore. You were supposed to do it; you lose. That ain't the God we serve. I don't know who told everybody we had a hard God, but we don't. We have a a kind and compassionate God. We have a merciful God. We serve a good God, and He's looking for every opportunity every way to bless us and to get us to the place where He's planned for us to go. Right? That's the God we serve. He's a compassionate, gracious God. Right? Made Jonah mad that he was so compassionate. Right? (laughs) We talked about that Wednesday night. Made Jonah mad. Why? What did Jonah say? He said, he said he he went to Nineveh, they did exactly what he said. They repented, came back and Jonah got mad. Why? He said, "Cause I remembered before I ever came here, I told you, you're a kind and compassionate God and all you're going to do is save them." <laughs> and it made him it made him mad. Because it's just true. It probably makes the world mad when they see us doing good when others aren't. It probably they why, like, why is he like that? Because our God's good, and He didn't quit on us, when we tried to quit on Him, when we saw the report, and we said, we can't do it," and he said, "Oh yeah, you can. Let me send some people around you. Let me send you my word. Let me show you this. Let me show you that. Let me get you where you're supposed to be. Let me get you where you're supposed to be. Hold on. Hold on. Glory to God. He's a, this is the mercy of God. This is the mercy of God. Thank you, Lord. It's good, isn't he? So, he got some faith then. Man, Gideon, they called him Jeru- Jerubel. I have no idea what that name is. Gideon is who it was. Gideon and all the people that were with him rose up early. Why? He's, in, he's got it now. He's got it. He's, he's got some faith. He rose up early rose up early, pitched beside the well of Herod, so that most of the Midianites were on the north side of them by the hill of More, in the valley. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people that are with you are too many. <laughs> Gideon, let me see your faith. <laughs> people that are with you are too many. Too many for me to give the Midianites into into their hands, lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, "Mine own hand has saved me." They had. He didn't want anybody to be able to say, "Well, maybe we could have done that anyway. Maybe that would have happened. Maybe that wasn't God. Maybe that you know, you got people all the time say that to say, "Well, you know, that could have happened without God doing it." No, no, and no, no, and no, and no. But here he's just going to say no, and he's and Gideon didn't even flinch doesn't say Gideon needed a fleece. doesn't say Gideon needed God to tell him something. It doesn't say anything about it, does it? It says, it says, Gideon, it says And the Lord said to Gideon, people are too many. Now there, go to proclaim in the ears of people... Wow, how do they speak that? Now therefore, go to proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, whosoever is fearful and afraid... Why would God want to get rid of the fearful and afraid people? No faith. You can't have fearful and afraid people. Wouldn't matter how many you got if they're not in faith. Right? So he's gonna get rid of the fearful and afraid people. He's still helping Gideon. Gideon sees the troops going away, but God sees it being help. Oh we can't we gotta look at these things right. When God's helping you, God's helping you. You got to trust Him. It doesn't matter what you see after that. It doesn't matter when He says, "I'm going to do this," and you get it in your heart and you trust Him and you say, "You know what? I don't see how, but I trust You, Lord. You've said it, I believe it. I trust You." And you got to get that down in your heart and you got to say, "Yeah, that's what's going to happen." Gideon didn't flinch right there, did he? Glory to God. Let him depart. Let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead and there returned. The people 22,000, and there remain 10. They're getting ready to go up a big ar- against a big army, not a little army. And God just lessened the troops by, 30, by 22,000. <laughs> Gideon's faith's going to have to stand, isn't it? Gideon's space going to, he's got to have faith, or he'd be crying right now, because we already heard him cry, so we know he can. <laughs> right? Me and you'd be going, well, God, if You'd give me the 32, I could work with that, but now I'm down to 10, what am I going to do? Ah, oh, He sticks with it. And the Lord said in Gideon, the people are yet too many. Bring them down unto the water, and I will try them there, and it shall be that, whom, that of whom I say unto thee, this shall go with thee, and the same shall go with thee, and of whomever I say, this shall not go with thee, they won't go. So he brought down the people to the water, and the Lord said to Gideon, Everyone who lapped up the water with his tongue as a dog lappeth, him shalt thou set by himself. Everyone that bows his knee down and drinks with his knee to the ground, him shalt you set by yourself. And the number of them that lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, were three hundred. But all the rest of the people bowed down their knees to drink the water, and the Lord said to Gideon, By the three hundred men, Wow! From thirty-two grand... To three hundred, glory to God. Gideon, the one that was crying up there, saying, "I can't. I'm poor and least," and ooh, he still ain't saying nothing. Glory to God. He's gotten some faith. He's he's believing. He's got to be here. He'd be crying. I'd be crying. I'd been having to get some faith. Gideon's revival. You know, sometimes we need a Gideon's revival. Sometimes there's a bunch of fearful people around us trying to keep us. Oh, yeah, I know somebody that had that. They died. Oh, yeah. Oh, a hundred thousand. I don't know if God can do that or not. You know, He might be able to get you out of ten thousand, but a hundred thousand in bills. I don't know. Can He do that, Rob? I don't know. Yes, but you got people around you saying that you don't need those people. It's time for a Gideon's revival. If you got ten people around you like that find the one that ain't and keep him and get rid of the other nine. Amen? Amen? Amen. We call that a Gideon's revival. Lessen the troops. (laughs) Glory to God. We want want troops that are in faith. I want the people that God sent because the ones He sent, it doesn't matter how many of them, that's the one that's going to get me there. That's the ones that's going to get me through. That's the ones that are help. Amen? Amen? That's the ones that are going to speak the Word to you. That's the ones that aren't going to say, Ooh. Yeah, that is pretty serious. No, they're not going to say that. They're gonna get they're gonna speak the word and the word only. And they're not gonna let you get off one bit. They're gonna help you up and out. They're gonna be there. They're they're God's people. They're the ones that are helping you not quit. Amen? And you're gonna help them later not quit. Amen. Anybody in here not had an opportunity to quit on God? I ain't seeing no hands. Yeah. We all have had opportunity. But you know what? I'm seeing a whole bunch of people in here, so that means you didn't quit. Glory to God. Glory to God. We didn't quit. By that 300 men, He will set. He will deliver the Midianites into their hand. Glory to God. God's got a plan. Gideon's still walking it out. Chapter 7. We were already in chapter 7, weren't we? So, yeah, go to verse 8. So the men... So the people took their victuals in hand and their trumpets, and he sent all the rest of Israel to every man to his tent, and retained those three hundred men and the host of Midian was beneath him in the valley, and it came to pass the same night the Lord said to him, "Arise, get thee down unto the host, for I have delivered them into thine hand." the Lord's confirming his word again, he's telling him the same thing he told him the first day sawing in in the in the press, right. First day of Psalm, same thing he's told him. I've given him into your hand. Amen. Lord's not quitting. Lord's not quitting on him. Lord's still helping him. Lord's got him by the hand. The Lord is directing this 100% from the beginning to the, you know, he he could have said, you know what, I've got to find somebody else that's going to believe. But he didn't. He said, Gideon is going to believe. Gideon is the man I've chosen for this job. Gideon has got faith in his heart. I'm going to bring that faith out of him. God's word. What it? Faith comes by hearing. What was he listening to? He's listening to the angel of the Lord speaking the word of God. He was listening to God speaking the word of God. He's getting faith. Amen. He wouldn't be in Hebrews eleven if he didn't do this by faith. Right? Had to be some faith there. Send all the rest of men came came past. He. I'll give them into thine hand. Verse ten. But what the Lord's merciful the Lord sees your heart He wants you in the perfect condition to do the things that he's got for you to do He's not going to quit on you and he's going to give you every opportunity not to quit glory to God, glory to God so he says, but if thou fear to go down, go thou to furrah thy servant down to the host go go with fur go thou with furrah. And thou shalt hear what they say, and afterward shall thy hands be strengthened to go, go down unto the host. Then went, down with, then, he, then went he down with Burrah his servant unto the outside of the armed men that were in the host. And the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the children of these lay along the valley like grasshoppers for the multitude and their camels were without number as the sand of the seaside for the multitude. There's your opportunity to get scared. I got 300 guys and I can't see the ground because their guys are covering them up. He didn't move. You notice he still stopped that crying. That crying from chapter 6 it ain't happening no more. Amen? Amen? But he could have went, but God knew his heart. And he said, here's some mercy for you. Let me give you some more mercy. I'm going to strengthen you to where you have not one ounce of doubt in you. I'm going to put you in a place where you can't lose. That's the God we serve. He don't put you in a position to fail. If you've ever been in a position to fail, you put yourself there. God will not put you... He will give you everything you need to come out of what He's called you to do. He'll, He'll give you everything you need. He's given us everything we need today through Jesus Christ to win every time and never lose. Amen. Glory to God. And we won't. We won't lose. Glory to God. But He said, you know what? Let, let me help you out a little here. They're going to be talking. You go down. So Gideon went down. And when Gideon, in verse 13, after he looked at all these people, and Gideon was come, behold, there was a man that told a dream unto his fellow and said, behold, I dreamed a dream. And lo, a cake of barley, of barley bread tumbled into the host of the Midians, and it came unto a tent and smote it, that it fell and it overturned it, and, and that that the, that the tent lay along. Wow. A cake rolled into the tent and the tent fell over. There's Dave's translation of the King James Version of that verse. Okay? And his fellow answered and said, This is nothing else save the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. For into his hand God hath delivered Midian and all the host... And it was so when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and the interpretation. What was the telling? It's the Word of the Lord. It's the Word of the Lord. How's faith come? Hearing and hearing the Word. Amen? And so after that, what's happened? There ain't nothing left but the crying after that. It's all over. We're getting ready to take this thing. It's going to be done. Amen? Amen? And it was so when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and the interpretation that he worshiped. How did he worship? He was in faith. Faith the ultimate form. He he believed God. He worshipped God. And returned into the host of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord hath delivered into your hand the, the host of Midian. Now he's saying what God said. He went from saying, God's forsaken us, to I'm the least, to get up. The Lord's given them into our hand. And God took him the whole way. God grabbed him by the hand the whole way. And He said, let me do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to bring this faith out of you, son. You can do this. You can do this. I'm for you. I'm not against you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm going to give you every chance to win. I'm going to give you every chance to never quit. Glory to God. Because you're going to need faith because you're going down there with jars and lights. Yeah, yeah. the test wasn't over, was it? I got 300 men with jars and lights and screaming. And they took them. And they took them. Because they went and they did it. They believed the Lord. Glory to God. Because He's good. And He doesn't quit on you. And He'll give you strength. And when you're about to faint, he'll, he'll pull you up. He'll give you power. He'll hold you if He has to. He'll get you where you're going. I don't know what you're going through today. I don't know what's on your heart. I don't know what's in your house. I don't know. God does though. And He knows you can come out. And He'll help you come out. He'll, he won't quit on you. And He has never quit on you. And if you think He has, the devil's lied to you. God's not quitting. Glory to God. He's going to get you. You want to see another story in the New Testament? We got another one. Go to Luke twenty-four. The Lord's helping us. We got. You know, so many people believe God's hard, and if they if they don't get it right the first time, they're not getting another chance. God, God, when you don't get it right, He finds a way to get you to get it right. Right. He. God's good. He's not, He is not some mean tyrant that He's been portrayed to be. And if you don't cut your, He'll just cut your legs out from under you if you don't do it the way He said to do it in the first place. No! He'll say, you need to go learn some more. Let me send people to you. Oh, I love you. Oh, you just don't realize how much I love you. You just don't realize how much I want for you. I'm not doing these things for me. I'm doing these things for you. Glory to God. We got to get our vision of God right. Because he's not going to quit on us, but we we could quit on him and keep keep doing the, the Gideon thing. God, I can't. God, I can't. God, I can't. And you can say God, I can't forever, and you know what? The minute you say God, I can, he'll be there waiting on you. That's he right. never left. He never left for a moment. How long do you want to be a baby? I don't know. I was one for several years. Don't do it. You can come out a lot quicker than that. Right? We don't have to be babies for years. We can come out quicker than that. God's going to wait. He's not going to quit on us. He's never quit on anyone. Glory to God. He finds a way. He finds a way. Glory to God. Here's the situation in Luke 24. Uh, verse twenty five no i 'm sorry, starting too early mm, verse thirteen Jesus the messiah, the christ all his disciples they they knew he was the one, and now they 've seen him be beaten, crucified, and die that'll that'll put a damper on your faith won't it huh well, he's the one that's supposed to live forever, and he's dead. We must have been wrong, and that's what a lot of them were saying. We must have missed it somewhere. We must have been wrong, and there was two of them that were leaving Jerusalem, and behold, two of them, two of them went the same day to the village called Emmaus, which was from Jer- Jerusalem about three three score furlongs, which I have no idea how far that is. They were going on a journey. Glory to God, and they talked together of all these things which had happened. You know what they're talking about? man, we must have missed this one. that was Jesus. I mean they they killed him he's gone, you know, and these these girls they say his body's gone, which means they stole his body. Um, you know this is bad, this is bad. We believed. And and it didn't happen. We trusted God that this was the one, and and look what's happened. This can't be the one. We trusted God, and He failed. Some of them might have said that. We were trusting God. What's what do what they say? let's see what they're saying. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus Himself drew near, and He went with them. But their eyes were holding that they should know that they should not know Him. Does it say that God held their eyes? No. So what was keeping them from seeing Him? I don't know, but it doesn't say it was God. Amen. Okay? Just keep that in the back of your mind. And He said unto them, Jesus said unto them, What manner of communications are these that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? In other words, why are you so downcast? What's wrong? What are you guys talking about? It ain't helping you. <laughs> it ain't help. And one of them said whose name was Cleo, we ain't even trying to read that, Cleo, answered and said unto him, Are thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? And that, and hast thou hast not, and hast not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? In other words, where have you been? Where have you been? Do you not know what's been going on? Let us fill you in so you can be sad with us. Here we go. And he said unto them, What things? And they said, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth. He's not Jesus Christ all of a sudden. Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet. This is one of his disciples. Which was a prophet, indeed, mighty in deed and word before God and all people, and how the chief priests and the rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted, but we what? Trust ed? Trust Trust ed. In other words, we're not trusting anymore. We had trusted. And I do believe they had trusted. But their faith had been shattered. Did they still have some faith? Yeah, they still had some faith. But they couldn't trust this anymore because they believed their eyes. They believed what their eyes saw. They believed the circumstance. They believed the situation. They believed what they were told. That He's dead. That He's gone. That He can't come back. They believed, They believed everything but the Word of God. Right? That's what they're believing. What? A mighty prophet, mighty indeed and word. Crucified him. But we trusted that he that it had been he which would redeem which it would have redeemed Israel. And besides all this, today is the third day since these things were done. It's too late. Not only did we believe, now it's three days later. It's hopeless. We can't do anything about this. It's three days. He's dead. We saw Him crucified. This is the end. We're going to have to find something else to believe. This is what's left for us. They sound pretty hopeless to me, don't they, to you? They were. And you can understand. This is who they had been following. This was Jesus Christ to them. This, this was who they believed would, would redeem Israel. And they see him die, which is not, in their mind's eye, can't happen. And guess what? It didn't. Amen. He came back. They just didn't know this yet. They just didn't know it yet. But guess what? God was going to help them, God wasn't leaving. He wasn't going to let them quit. They're walking away. They're going to quit. They're going to find something else to do. We can't be his disciples anymore because there's nothing to be a disciple to. He's dead. He's been crucified. They can't even find his body. We got to go find something else to be. God's not going to let him quit. God's not going to let him quit, is he? They said we trusted that he would. And it's the third day. Glory to God. Now I've really messed up my notes. Oh, here we go, verse 22. Yay, and certain women, they're going to keep going with their story here. you know, Because you got to tell the whole sad story. You know, when you come in and somebody asks you what's wrong, take your opportunity and speak out the whole sad truth. And hopefully what really will happen is you'll hear just enough from God to shut up. Right? Because, you know, you ever told a whole story and you thought, boy, that really sounds bad when you speak it. You know, when I was thinking of how I was going to tell it the whole time on my way here so they'd feel sorry for me and do something for me, it sounded real good. But now when I speak it, I I see that it's faithless and that I sound like them that have no hope, them that are in the world, them that that, that, that are not expecting good things to happen. I'm sounding just like those on the news. We don't know what we're going to do. You know, I used to have one of was <laughs> back in the world working and my business was not doing good, and I had this whole, this whole thing that I could just spill out, just like that. you know People would say, "So how's it going?" Well, you know, I started, and I didn't have enough money when I started in the first place, and the next thing I knew somebody didn't pay me, and blah blah blah, yuck. I listen to it now and I'm like, "What in the world?" And it's amazing that God could help me at all. But he didn't quit on me. Thank you, Lord, he didn't quit on me. Glory to God. Get rid of that sad story. Gideon did. Maybe these guys will. What do you think? Let's keep reading. "'Certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulcher. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels.'" which said that He was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulcher and found it just as the woman said. But they saw Him not. They should have got rid of that last but. They were doing so good. And then they said, but... He didn't, they didn't see Him. So He's not around. This is over. This is done. Right? You know, God said He was going to pay this bill, but the due date's today. I felt like I should have been healed weeks ago and I'm still sick. Wonder why? Right? Get rid of the butts. Right? God's not going to quit on you. And he's not going to let you quit on him. You know, I could say don't quit on him. I'm telling you, he's not going to let you quit on him. He is so merciful. He is so good. I don't want to know about Him. I want to know Him. I want to know someone with that heart. I want to be like that person. That person loves people unconditionally. That person doesn't quit on people. He's there for people all the time. When they're hurting, He doesn't just give them something. He gives them a way out. He doesn't throw money at problems. He doesn't do this. He does it the right way every time in love. Glory to God. And He doesn't quit. And He doesn't let you. That's that's the kind of friends you need. Why? Because those are the friends that are operating in the love of God. The unfailing love. Amen? Unfailing love doesn't let people fail. And it doesn't fail people. Glory to God. Glory to God. Whew! So they shut up after that, finally, in verse 25. Then Jesus said unto them, O fools and slow of heart to believe what the prophets have spoken. He didn't say faithless, did He? And He didn't say you have no heart. He said you're slow of heart. What? you still got a little in you. You may be slow, but you got something in you. You may be a little slow. You may have little faith, but it's in there. It's in there. You're slow of heart to believe all the things that you to believe the Word of God. Right? And he said, Ought not the Christ have suffered these things to enter into his glory? And they didn't start interrupting him. You ever, you ever tried to help somebody and you're trying to give them the Word and they start interrupting you? And, and the Lord's telling you what to tell them, but they're like, Oh, yeah, but you don't understand. We saw him crucified. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, we know what the prophets said, man, but you didn't see what we saw. You couldn't recognize him. They didn't interrupt him. Why? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Jesus was the Word and began speaking the Word. And from the beginning, at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded. The Master began to teach. They still didn't know who he was. Right? You know, people say, yeah, but that was Jesus. No, they didn't know who he was. They were listening to the Word of God from a stranger, but they were listening. And the Word of God brings faith. And the Word of God will take a person that's about to quit, a person that's walking the wrong way, and turn them around and say, no, you need to go back there. Amen? That's what the Word of God will do. It will bring that faith that's in you, and it will bring it up. And it will cause it to act and react. And it will cause you to do the things that you could do all along. The things you said, oh, I can't do. No, I could never do that. No, I'm doing as much as I can. People say, oh, I'm doing as much as I can. Well, that's not right. You got more in you. Why? Well, you got the Holy Ghost. You're filled with the Holy Ghost. You got Jesus. You got the love of God. You can do more than you'll ever know. Don't ever limit God with your mouth and your circumstances. God is good. And if you won't quit, you will go up, 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 up. It says the path gets brighter and brighter. If the path quit getting brighter, you're on the wrong path. Right. Or you got sunglasses on. I don't know, but quit it. <laughs> Glory to God. And He expounded unto them all the Scriptures, the things concerning Himself. Faith comes by hearing. And they drew nigh unto the village whither they went. And he made as though he was going to go further. But they're listening to this word and they're not wanting him to go. And they constrained him saying, Abide with us. For it's, it's towards evening, and the day's spent, and, and so he stayed. They didn't want him to leave. Why? He's, he's teaching us the word. He's getting our faith up. He's, he's filling us up. He's, he's showing us a better way. He's showing us a better thing. And they don't want him to leave. Why? When you got somebody building you up, you want to be around that person. Right? They didn't know he was Jesus. People say, oh yeah, but he was, no, they didn't even know he was Jesus. When you got somebody around you, Building you up. You want that person to stay. You want that person to do, to keep going. You want, right? That's, that's the person God sent to you. The other people need the Gideon's revival. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them to go lap water on their knee. Right? Say, because you ain't coming around me. Because this person here, they're showing me the way. The way. Glory to God. Glory to God. And it came to pass as they, as they said it, meat. As they sat at meat, he took bread, and blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to them. And their eyes were open, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. Here's some more vanishing. Right here. These guys gotta go crazy over it. No, they don't even notice that he vanished. Now, they, they, they don't even take that. In. Why? Because they've heard the word of the Lord. They're excited about something greater than somebody vanishing before their eyes. They're excited about a little more than that. Yes. Amen. Guess what? Christ is risen indeed. Glory to God. And their excitement now is built on that faith that they got out of the word of God. And they said, and they said to one another, did not our hearts burn within us? While he talked with us on the way, in other words, didn't we? Shouldn't we have known? Why it was the word of God. Shouldn't we have known? Our hearts burned within us while he opened up the scriptures unto us. What was that burning? That was that stirring of that flame, that flame of faith, stirring that, getting that fire built up, fanning those flames so that faith starts coming up. And they got that faith in them, and they rose. They didn't wait. But Jesus is gone. It's night time, and they said, "Oh no, we can't wait on this one. We got faith now. We got faith. We're going out, right? We're going where? Are we going back to Jerusalem, back to Jerusalem. Why? Because they found the eleven. Eleven gathered together there, and with them they were talking faster than my tongue will go. Whoo! Makes you excited. When you know people can get help, people that are waiting around thinking God won't help me, God's the lifter of your head. If you're walking around like this, don't count no more grasshoppers. Let Him lift your head. He don't care how many grasshoppers there are on the ground. Let Him lift your head. He doesn't care about the problems. He wants you to see above it. He's going to send people to you. He's going to give you word. He's going to put you in the right places. He's going to say, go to this meeting. And you'll say, oh no, I don't got the money. No, you go. Why? Because he's the lifter of your head, and he's going to take you there, and he's going to raise you up a little more. And you were down like this. Next thing you know, you're walking straight. Next thing you know, you're running back to Jerusalem, and you're saying, The Lord is risen indeed. Glory to God. I've got, I know it. They hadn't seen him until just now. Why did they believe he'd risen? Because they heard the word. They heard the word. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He will give you strength. He will keep you from fainting. He's the good God. It's what He does. You're His children. I will never sit back and let my kid lose. I will never let her fail. I will give her every opportunity to win. I'll I'll coax her. I'll, I'll... put my hand under a foot if she's about to hit a hole I'll do whatever I have and he's a way better dad than I am he will do whatever it takes to get you where you're going and he'll never quit on you and he'll send people to you to keep you from quitting what's it say in Isaiah 40 Isaiah 40 Isaiah 40 Glory to God. you guys okay with this? That's good, because it's making me happy. Are you just okay because it's making me happy? (laughs) Good. 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 Isaiah 40. Look at uh, verse 27. It says, Why do you say, O Jacob, and complain, O Israel, that my way is hidden from the Lord? My cause is disregarded by God. In other words, what are you doing blaming God or saying He's not helping you out? What are you doing saying that? Why would you say that? He's going to go on and tell them they shouldn't. Do you not know? Have you not heard? You got it up in the King James. Put it in the King James, verse twenty-eight. Hast thou not known? Have you not heard? That the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth, doesn't quit. He don't faint and he don't get tired. The devil ain't going to outlast Him. Your problem ain't going to go beyond His mercy. You can't get beyond it. His grace will always be sufficient. Glory to God. Right? Do you believe it? This is true. This is the Word of God. It says He faints not, neither is He weary, and there's no searching of His understanding. Glory to God. This is our God. I don't know what you're going through tonight, but if this is your God, it doesn't matter what it is. You're coming out. You're coming out. You're going to have more than enough. You're going to be healed. You're going to have peace. Guess what? It's going to be the best Christmas you ever had. Glory to God. Verse 29. He gives power to the faint. Not only does He not faint, He ain't going to let you faint. Glory to God. He is not going to let you faint. Thank you, Lord. Does that mean you can't faint? No, you can keep trying. And when you get up, he'll be the one holding your hand, helping you up. He gives power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Not only will he give you power not to faint, he'll increase your strength so the next time you feel like fainting, you won't. Glory to God. Verse 30. Even the youth shall faint. What, what use? Youth? The youths that don't know God. Not our youths. And be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. 31. But they that wait upon the Lord. NIV says they that hope, trust, believe in, count on. Right? Cling to, adhere to. Those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. No matter if they were weak, they're going to get strong. When they, as Every time they start going down, it's going to fill back up. Renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as evil. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, And He's doing this for you. So that you won't quit. So that you will succeed. He's in the success of His kids. He believes in every one of us. Why? Because He knows what He put in you. I, yeah, right. When people come to talk to me, and say, I'm not going to be able to make it. I, I've, I've tried and, and this is it. I'm not going to be able to make it. I say, I don't believe that because I know what's in you. I know what's in you. You're not going to quit. You're not going to give up. I know what's in you. I know the God you serve. I know He's not going to quit on you. And I know you're not going to quit on Him because He's going to keep pressing. He's going to keep sending people to you. He's going to show you His love. And He's going to give you power and strength. Glory to God. And you know what else He's going to do? Put up Isaiah 41.13. See what else He'll do for you. For I, the Lord, thy God, will hold thy right hand. He's going to hold your hand. He's not. In other words, I'm not going to. Make, I'm not just going to tell you you're going to make it. I'm going to make it with you. I'm going to hold your right hand, saying unto thee, "Fear not." I'm guessing if God's holding your hand, you might not fear. That's right. Amen. He's going to hold. That's what he was doing with Gideon. He was grabbing him by the hand. Gideon said, oh, I can't do it. And God said, here, let me show you. And he got him to there. And Gideon said, oh, but 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 I can't do it. I'm the least. And God said, oh, let me do this. And, and Gideon said, oh, but if you'll just show me. And God said, oh, come here, honey. And he got him to there. And glory to God, he was holding his hand. Don't get too big to hold God's hand. Don't get too big. Glory. He'll hold your hand. That's what He was doing with the guys on the road to Emmaus. They said, oh, we can't make it. He said, oh, yeah, let me grab your hand. See this? It says that this is going to happen to me. See this? It says this is going to happen. See this? It says that was going to happen. And guess what? It was for your healing. Guess what? It was for your salvation. Guess what? It was for your redemption. Guess what? I have risen indeed. Indeed. Glory to God. And I'm taking you from here to there. And I'll hold your hand. I'm going to get you there. Glory to God. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. And He's for us. He's a good God. Get off this other junk. Quit saying I can't. Quit saying I'm the least. Quit saying you don't know what I've been through. I don't care. You don't know what lots of people have been through. And they're here. Guess what? Been through. Been through past tense. Get over it. Grab his hand and go on. He'll help you get over it. He'll help you get over it. He'll take your hand if you'll grab his back and he'll say, Look, baby, this is where you were, this is where we're going. Let me let me take you there. Don't be afraid. Oh, I ain't afraid. I got a hold of God's hand. Man, when you were a little kid and your dad came up beside you and grabbed your hand, you weren't afraid of nothing. Why? Dad's got me. Your dad's got you. I don't know if you were about to quit, but you're not going to. You're not going to. God's not going to let you. God's not going to let you quit. He loves you too much. He's given everything He has for you. And He believes in you. He knows what's in you. Just like Gideon, he knew it was in there to win that battle with lights and jars. Lights and jars! God saw that. He saw the end from the beginning. And He sees your end from the beginning. And He says, hey, we're going to make it. He doesn't say, you're going to make it. He says, we're going to make it. You're going to quit crying. You're going to believe me. You're going to trust me. And I'm going to get you there. Glory to God. By faith. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Put that verse up again. 41.13 For I, the Lord, thy God, not the Lord a God, the Lord your God, will hold your hand. Saying unto you, fear not. Saying unto you, I love you. Saying unto you, i got mercy on you. Saying unto you, I've never quit on you. Saying unto you, I'm not leaving you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm not going anywhere. Feel my hand. I'm right here. I'm staying with you. I'm going to take you by my right hand. Fear not. I will help you. I will Help you. That's the God we serve. That's the God we serve. You ain't going to outgrow Him. He's your dad. You ain't going to get too big. He's your dad. Reach up. Grab His hand. Everybody stand up. Glory to God. Glory to God.